for tuning to the 315th episode of Barbershop Sports Talk with me, your host, Daryl D. Lane. As always, I want to thank you all for tuning in, whether it be via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, IR Radio, SoundCloud, or whichever podcasting app or platform you may be listening to me via. Being recorded from Buffalo, New York, as always, going to have Zach Williford on, a.k.a. Mr. Zach. We are going to dive into everything NBA, talk about all the NBA transactions that have been going on from the signings, the signing trades, contenders like the Lakers and Nets adding to their roster, the contract extensions of star players like Trey Young and Steph Curry. So we're going to get into all that stuff, all that stuff. In the next podcast, I'm going to have my guy Eli Weisberger on and we are going to get into more draft stuff. I kind of do a recap of the NBA draft. So just so everybody kind of knows the itinerary, what I'm going to have planned for the next show, uh, that's what we're going to have. The next podcast is going to be heavily NBA draft focused, Probably, possibly get into some NBA news and signings, et cetera, et cetera, but mostly NBA draft. That's what I'm planning on. But for this episode with Mr. Zach, we're going to get into a lot of NBA free agency. Now, before we get to that, I want to say this. Give the plug. First time listening to the podcast, thank you. Subscribe and follow right now. Share this podcast with your friends and family, whether it be via Facebook groups, uh, Reddit threads, message boards, etc., etc. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Type in Daryl Lane and you will find it. Also, follow me on Twitter, at NightTrain underscore Lane. I'll say it again, at NightTrain underscore Lane. And lastly, if you have Apple or iTunes, give me a great review and leave five stars. And for some odd reason, right, if you don't like my podcast, it's like, how the hell could that happen? But let's say on the off chance you don't then don't write anything. Don't say anything. Don't give any stars. Just leave it alone, right? Because you know what your mama told you? Because Mama Lane told me this. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. And cut up next, after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to get to Zach Williford, a.k.a. Mr. Zach. Cut up next, after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. Barbershop Sports Talk, and we have a special guest with us, Zach Williford, a.k.a. Mr. Zach. How you been, man? I'm um, okay. I'm okay, Daryl. I'm just uh, going over the latest uh, news in NBA and around the sports world. Just um, just catching up on everything and, and uh, get my two cents about it, you know. So, first, well, what I want to do is this, because we can go through this progressively. Let's start with the Lakers. Uh, so, I just want your, your opinions on some of these moves. So, when I tell you the Los Angeles Lakers, they're going to have Carmelo Anthony. What do you think? How does that work? Uh, his minutes, his minutes, his minutes, and his minutes coming off the bench are... His, he have he'll be in, he could be in a ro- he can be in a rotation. He can help he can help coming off the bench with his outside shooting, uh, his veteran experience. Um, it's uh it's almost like a rental a, a, a rental one year rental. He's he's uh he's at the end of basically in toward the end of his career and he wants to be in a championship position. Uh, this is this going to be the best shot he's he's ever had. Um. His, his 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 role is his role is uh, scoring off the bench. Scoring off the bench is his role. You know, he's not defense is not his role. Scoring off the bench is his role. Uh, being a leader of one of the, the second unit is one of his roles. And uh, he's he's a, he's a talented player. And he can he can help he can help the Lakers. He's been consistently scoring the last the last twenty years almost. However, how long he's been in the league. Uh, Came off the bench for like 15 in Portland last year. But he'll get more open looks in L.A. 
Now, is it possible, because you mentioned him coming off the bench, is it possible that he ends up starting? Um, I really hadn't, I really hadn't thought about that, but I mean, for him, for him, for him to, uh, be a starter, I think that would be too many minutes for him. Maybe here, maybe here and there, but we see what type of shape he's in, but maybe here and there, maybe, but overall, I think his quality, his, his, his quality, the quality of his game will shine coming off the bench against the second unit guys. So, Trevor Ariza also signs with the Lakers. What are your thoughts of a move like that? How does that help? Is, is he a guy that you think is going to get some minutes, or do you think he's going to be more of a, uh, just a veteran leadership role? Uh, perimeter defense, three-point guy in the three-point line, perimeter defense, help defender. He'll hit the open shot, but um, he'll have to work his way into rotation. Defense is, de- defense is his bread and butter. If he has anything left, he'll show it on the defensive end. Uh, he'll hit an open shot here and there, but um, perimeter defense is uh, is his key. So he's they also so so they great. He's a great um, perimeter, perimeter defender. Um, I mean, you're looking at you're looking like six players they signed um, or more, I think, already, and. Um, I don't see none of them being a, a starter, but I see a, I see a pretty good bench if everybody feed if everybody feeds into the um to the game plan. Um, a couple of nice three point shooters got big. Um, you know they pick up a couple of nice three point shooters. Um, so we, you know that their, their core their their core their core is still there. So um, with James and and. With King James and Anthony Davis, I think Dwight Howard was a great pickup. Yeah, that's where I was going to go next. Dwight Howard, in terms of that move, you just mentioned it's a great pickup. Uh, well, we see we see his enthusiasm when he played in L.A. and his energy, uh, his rim protection, um, his help defense. Um, I think I, I think um, he had one of his better. Um, you know, as far as the second half of his career, I think his, that year with the Lakers was one of his was one of his most productive years that he's had in a while. He's playing with no pressure. He's just coming in and being athletic and, and doing what he has to do. He has no role. He has no role to score all these points or or be a leader of the offense or whatever. His his role was rebounding, defense, and 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 and, and um, protecting the rim. Great pickup. So the Lakers also got uh, Kendrick Nunn. He's an upgrade from, he's an upgrade from Drummond. Drummond was not, was was not a fit for the Lakers. Well, why, why do you think Dwight's such an upgrade over Drummond? Uh, just just foot. Um, he doesn't have. He's, he doesn't need the ball to be effective. Uh, athleticism and foot speed is is not even a comparison. So I, it, I, I, he's, he's better for us. He doesn't need. He doesn't need the ball to be, be productive. He gets the ball off rebounds and offensive tip ins. You know. He doesn't. He doesn't need the ball to be a productive player. He's a. He's a, He's a, He's an asset to that team. So the Lakers also get a Kendrick Nunn. Uh, how do you see him fitting in? Perimeter shooting. Perimeter shooting. Uh, um, backup. Good backup ball handler. Um, his perimeter game is just prim- perimeter game is pretty good. He just has to be become more consistent. He might have sixteen one game, then he might have five the next. He he has to become more consistent. And the Lakers sign Malik Monk as well. Your thoughts of that acquisition? Well, he's just a, he's an athletic guy looking for opportunity to to. to Get his name, get, get his name back in the league as far as being a as far as being a productive player. Uh, as far as him, as far as him helping us, he's basically a he's basically a reach. And, and you know, with him, I mean, I'm uh, obviously a guard, and a guard they're losing because he's signing with the Chicago Bulls is. Uh, 
they, yeah, Caruso, Alex Caruso signed a four-year, $37 million deal with the Chicago Bulls. How big of a void is that going to be? Because I know he's, you know, obviously he's a fan favorite there, but he's a good defender, uh, hustle player. I think analytically it's, it comes out really good when he plays LeBron. People always talk about that. Uh, and just kind of a tough, scrappy guy that you kind of need, a guy that can start sometimes, a guy that can come off the bench and give you those energy minutes. Solid ball player, but he, this is this was his opportunity to get paid, and he had to take it. Uh, he, he he had he had to take it. He was he was very he had a he, championship year. He played very well. Last year he was up and down, but he was in the rotation. Um, he couldn't hit the really open shot. He's a good defender. And definitely a good hustle player. I I, I um. I think he re- I think he reached his potential with the Lakers, and now now um, he has a ring. Now it's time to um, now it's time to get paid, and he had to take it was a good business decision on his part. Um, I don't I don't know who the Lakers going to bring in to replace his energy, but um, from from Golden City, uh, he's pretty he's a pretty good slasher and a good outside shooter. He and he has experience. I think he. I think he'll help the team coming off the bench. What grade would you give this Lakers free agent class? Um, I think it's a, some nice pickups, but it's definitely it's definitely not a long term plan. This is a this is a this is a championship or bust final. Uh, they recruiting they recruiting players that's over thirty years old. Um, um, tail end of their careers. Um, basically, basically, this is a um, championship or bust season for the Lakers. There's no no other way around it. Uh, these guys they're picking up is to, is to win now. LeBron, LeBron's on the tailwind. Melo's on the tailwind. Howard's on the tailwind. It's time. This is a win now. Um, this was a win now um, free agency for the Lakers. Definitely not. Definitely not a long term uh, plan for a team. This is a, this is now. Now and never, type situation. So also, and I do have to ask you this: so the Lakers they make a trade for Russell Westbrook, and that trade included guys like Kuzma and uh, KCP, and I think they gave a first round pick as well. And you say, "Ooh!" So obviously, you like the trade. Uh, you just give us your thoughts about that. Well, Westbrook has been moving around the league a lot lately. Um, Four teams in four years. Yeah, yeah. He he, he went to he went to Washington to, to, to play with his old coach, uh, Brooks. And when Brooks when Brooks was fired, he was no longer interested in being in Washington. You know, that was a, that was a basically a, a rental year. Um, the Houston Rockets year was a disaster. Um, uh, I think uh, he's an upgrade at the guard position. He takes the slack off LeBron James, but he also he also has to be able to accept that down the stretch he might not be handling the ball. You know, I don't know. I don't know if at this late stage of his career if he can improve his three point shooting, but he he should really work on it. He should really work on it. Uh, his decision making is fine, but he's turnover prone down the stretch. So. Um, and his pace is different from LeBron's pace. He plays at a faster pace. So, um, I mean, they're going to win on talent in the beginning. But I, I'm waiting to see what kind of chemistry they develop, especially late and close games. Late and close games, remember that. Because late and close games, Westbrook's been known to um, uh, try to do too much. He got to. He, he must realize to trust his team. I mean, with his, with his assists, with his assist records that he's putting up in those triple doubles. I mean, the, the energy and the effort that he exerts on the on the court is you 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 can't complain about it. So you you just find things that he does, that he needs to do to get him over the hump and put him in championship player status. And that's decision making down the stretch. Yeah, I think Westbrook needs to take kind of a, a step back, similarly to how 
We saw Dwayne Wade take a step back from LeBron and Miami. It's not like Dwayne Wade could it still be Dwayne Wade, but he would, you know, pick his spots. Uh, obviously, Dwayne Wade, kind of like Westbrook, neither were great, you know, three-point shooters. But, but, you know, just focus more on defense. Just focus on doing kind of the little intangible things more. And then, you know, obviously, when your team needs you, you can step up. Seeing how chemistry is, they also resigned Horton. Uh, he 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 has a, his upside is tremendous. Horton has a tremendous upside. He's a very young man with a with a with a bright future, and uh, he resigned with the Lakers. So you're looking at Nunn, Baysmore, Howard, Mello, Monk, Ariza, and uh, Horton. That's seven. None of those guys are really starters. You got Westbrook, LeBron, Anthony Davis. Uh, what about Morris? Is do, do we keep Morris? Do the Lakers keep Morris? Morris, I believe, is coming back. Right, right, right. So I mean, they got a few. They got a few solid pieces coming back now. So, but if you if you think about it, I mean. In certain instances, Carmelo could start. I mean, I, I mean, he's still, he's, you know, but like it's, it's, his age limit, his age and his minutes per game is going to make a big difference down the stretch at the end of the season. So I'd rather have him quality minutes than, than a whole lot of minutes. Get him quality minutes. So, like the leader of the second unit. So, so I'm going to get to the Nets really quickly. So, they decide to keep Blake Griffin. What are your thoughts on that? Well, he just he was, he was just finding his way with the team at the end, toward the end of the year. He started contributing, uh, giving effort on defense, uh, working on his rebounding. So he 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 was starting to fit in pretty good with the team. He was he was back showing some athleticism that he hadn't showed in a while. Uh, it's, it's worth the one year contract. And, and, and something else that I found interesting is, you know, they've agreed to a two-year, $12 million deal with uh, Patty Mills, former Spurs, and, you know, who's kind of been killing it for Australia. Uh, what type of role do you think he could have with them? Because obviously, you know, ideally they're going to have Kyrie and Harden at the guard spot, but could you see him being kind of like the six-man-ish type guy that, that, you know, kind of placing the role that we thought Spencer Dinwiddie would uh, last year before he got hurt? Um. He scores. He, he he scores. He scores quick. He scores. He scores quick off the bench. He's effective. He's effective shooter. He's good at spacing the floor, and uh, he's a decent ball. He's a decent ball handler when he has to. His spot up shooting is, is, is pretty good, and I, I think he's an asset. Uh, definitely an asset to that team as far as court spacing and hitting the open outside shot. That was a, that was a good signing by the Nets. So I want to tell uh, you. But uh, one more thing, I think I think um, when the Lakers signed Wayne Ellington, a lot of people don't forget about his about his perimeter shooting. He was also a good pickup by the Lakers. I had to get back to that. Excuse me, <laughs> Wayne Ellington, good outside shooter, good spacing, uh, been on a lot of different teams, and I think he I think he'll be a nice fit coming off the bench. I agree with you there. So, next, I just want to get to a couple other teams, you know, that are trying to contend that made some uh, signings. So, P.J. Tucker signs with the Miami Heat. Uh, what type of role do you see P.J. playing with uh, the Heatles? Uh, physical, physical defender, high-intensity player. Fits in with Jimmy Butler as far as, as far as bringing toughness to the team. And fits in with Bam Adebayo bringing toughness to the team. Uh, no nonsense player. Hits the open shot in the corner. Good floor space. Guard. He can guard two to three positions on the court. Um, I don't know if he's a starter role, but he, he's an effective player. And um, a two-year contract was what he was looking for. Making Milwaukee wasn't offering. Uh, he was. He was. He basically came to Milwaukee at midseason. Uh, he was basically a rental, and um, he proved very productive. And he was an effective player, and and played both ends of the court. Bring energy to the team. 
physical defender, great teammate. And the 76ers signed Andre Drummond on a one-year deal. I thought that was interesting. Interesting because he's a, he's, a, he's a middle clogger, and he's a, he's a middle clogger. He doesn't have great hands. Um, he, gets, he, gets, he gets a lot of rebounds, but, you know, um, he, wasn't a, he wasn't a fit in L.A., and I, I don't know what's his role, what his role is in Philadelphia. Uh, is it bench or is it starter? Um, well, bench with Joel. I mean, they're not going to play. I doubt he, both of them are going to play together. He gives, he, gives, he gives Joel some freedom to roam around the perimeter because he, he's strictly a, a post up player. So if they want, if, if Joel MB wants to play more perimeter ball, he can mix in with uh, um, Drummond and he, and he can have more space to work outside because Drummond is basically clogged in the middle. He's not, he's, He's not. He's not. He's he's not um, the player he once was. Uh, he's moving kind of slow, but I, I. But that's why you know he took only a one year deal. Uh, I I I I, I want to see how he fits in with that team. Um, but I don't see him. As, I don't see him as an upgrade from Dwight Howard. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and then come next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. We're going to get into some more signings and re-signing, signing trades and all that. Come next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. We still have Mr. Zach with us. So, now I want to get into this. Uh, re-signings around the NBA. We had a lot that I found notable. First, let's start with this. Chris Paul gets a $120 million deal from the Phoenix Suns. He will be coming back. What do you think of this move? Uh, I mean, as far as NBA business goes, Chris Paul signed a great contract. But I think they, over, I think they overdid it because... He might have two good years left, and then and then he'll be an injury-prone fading star. Bottom line, I don't want no forty-year-old point guards running around anymore. You know, the only he might, he might give him, he might give him two good years, and then the last two years he'd be a, a fading injury super fading injured superstar. The only 40-year-old point guards I can think of are Steve Nash played into his 40s, and so did Jason Kidd. And they, and they did nothing. Yeah. Did, what, was Kidd 40, though, when Kidd had that? Kidd had one solid year for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, but he got he got injured midseason. Him, he got injured. Rasheed Wallace got injured. And, and one other guy got They all got injured at the same time. I seen Kyrie give him 40 at the, at the garden when I went to a game there. <laughs> 40, year, 40 years old trying to check uh, um, uh, 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 a young Kyrie Irving. No. Are you kidding me? That's barbecue chicken all day. <laughs> right. Right. But uh, that, that's how I feel about Chris Paul. Much respect for him. A solid ball player. A great NBA career. But a four-year deal with his age, um, I think they're giving him a little, uh, a, a little um, thank you, thank you for taking us to the finals, money. Because I can't, I can't see him signing up. I can't see a four-year deal out of him at that type of money. So the New York Knicks, they resigned Derrick Rose to a three-year, forty-three million dollar contract. What do you think of that? Uh, that's fair. That's a, that's a fair payment for Derrick Rose. Um, 13, 14 million. He he played he played himself back into the into the league. He played himself back into a decent contract. Uh, toward the end of the season, I think they were playing in too many minutes. As far as desperation to win the playoffs, and uh, Trey Young was cooking them in the playoffs. So, uh, similar to uh, similar to uh, the way I feel about Chris Paul. Um, 
if if Derrick Rose can stay healthy, he could he could be a cause he could be a helpful player. But I think I, I mean last last year he last year he really played very well and he played smart. Uh, he, he scored a lot of points in the paint. He he, he knew how to get into the defense and score in the paint. Um, he earned he earned his contract. So, so the Cleveland Cavaliers they re-sign um, Jared Allen uh, to a five-year, a hundred million dollar contract. Props to Jared. Go get that money, young boy. So, uh, what do you think of that? Obviously, you know they're bringing Mobley, uh, Mobley in. How do you think all that works in Cleveland? Uh, great, great, great rim protector, active ball player, active, active around the rim. Uh, um, He's young enough to improve. Uh, he's young enough to still work on certain parts of his game and, and, and steadily improve. Uh, if he can keep his head up through losing, through losing games, through losing so many games that they lose, if he can keep his head up. He got a hundred million reasons to keep his head up, though, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would have never made that money with the, with Brooklyn Nets. So that, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good team for him, and that's a good contract for him. Well, well, I'll tell you this. I mean, uh, speaking of hundred million reasons to keep his head up, I mean, didn't Kevin Love had have a hundred million reasons to keep his head up, <laughs> too? Yeah, Kevin Love. Kevin Love was a lottery pick, a, a five-time All Star, and a few other things he had going for him. So money wasn't new to him. He came in the league as like the fifth pick in the draft, so he was getting big money his whole career. I, I don't know what what Allen's draft status was, but he didn't walk in the door. He didn't walk in the door with a fat contract. I believe. I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think he. Kevin Love basically was carrying the franchise for a while, so we'll see where Allen, what Allen goes. But Kevin, huh, Kevin Love in his era, he in his era, you know, he was productive. He he, he was productive, but he didn't he didn't win a lot. He got to Cleveland. He got on. The, Decent team, and he and he won. But you know, he was not. He was not even a. Um, he was not. He was not the same player he was in the past. You know, he just became like a one-dimensional spot-up shooter. I think. I think what's your name brings brings um, good defensive effort to the Cavs. They got good guys. They got good guys. They, they, that team has an upside. And, and lastly, in terms of the re-signings. Uh, the Miami Heat gave Duncan Robinson a five-year, $90 million deal. Now, at first, you might be like, well, I mean, Duncan Robinson's good. I don't know if he's five-year, $90 million good, but explain this play to me. Do you see it? Um, it seems like, like they're paying people that can shoot. And uh, he was, for an undrafted player, he hit the jackpot. Uh... His game improved over the years. Pat, Pat Riley is is a, is a master of evaluating talent, and I'm not going to go against nothing Pat Riley says because he knows he, he does know what he's doing, and maybe that's the market value for Robinson at this time. Well, if he was restricted or unrestricted, you know, it's, it's a it's a difference. Um, I don't think no one. I, I don't know if they would match that offer, but. It's kind. Of, it's kind of a reach for that type of money, but they pay. They're paying. They're paying shooters these days. Yeah, that's just the market, I guess. Yeah. If you can shoot, yeah. you're gonna make a whole lot of money. So next up, I want to go to the sign and trades that happened. Uh, you have Lonzo Ball a sign and trade with the Chicago Bulls, which ends up being a four-year, eighty-five million dollar contract. Uh, what do you think of that? Well, I, I was just wondering. I was just wondering what are they going to do with the guy that they drafted out of North Carolina two years ago? He was an eighth pick in the draft. The guy they drafted from out of Carolina, the guy with all the hair. Um, <laughs> um, maybe he's on the trade block. But um, Alonzo Ball, it's, they're, they're still paying him on potential, if you ask me. Uh, he, he's, he's improved his shot. He's improved. He's improved his shot. He's he's playing with his head up. Uh, his decision making is better. Uh, 
he's attacking he's attacking the rim a little bit more this year. Um, I think he's playing his he's playing his way into a solid be a solid ball player. I don't see him being an NBA All Star. Now, if he does something like that, I would be shocked. But like I said, that that's like market value these days for these guys. A lot of a lot of his money is going to what they think he might become. I think. I mean, did you th- would you have thought Zach Levine would be an All Star when he was a rookie, or when he was younger? Oh, he's such a he's such a he's such a speed burner and an athletic guy that you you can see you can see his you can see the talent just jumping out jumping all out of him, man. I'm pretty sure he went to UCLA, and you can see that in college also. And now he's a prime time player, and he's gonna want prime time money. That, that should be a that should be a very nice combination backcourt. And then you're gonna have Caruso being the third guy. And, and uh, Levine plays with a lot of effort and intensity. I like Levine. I like Levine. So in terms of other signing trades, uh. Kyle Lowry ends up with the Miami Heat on a three-year deal. What, what do you think of that? How do you think Kyle Lowry fits in, in Miami? Solid, solid ball player, good half-court lead, good runs a good half-court offense. Hits, hits the open shot. Um, lacking in foot speed and size, he makes up that. He makes up this uh, with that offer. Basketball IQ, court awareness, and and decision making and leadership. Um, He's up in age. Um, like I said, you might get two good years out of him. That third year is a coin flip. He might give you two good years. But Miami definitely does not have team speed. They definitely are a slow foot team. They are, they are a half-court basketball team. Their transition game, I don't see many transition players on that team right now. I see spot-up shooters in Hero and, 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 and Robinson, and I see half-court ball players in Butler and Lowry. I, I, I don't see any up-tempo basketball being played in my head. But hey, if you can shoot and you know how to play in the half-court, that's going to make you dangerous in the playoffs. A, hard, a hard-nosed team, good defensive team, half-court oriented. Not very athletic at all. That might hurt them. So, in terms of other signing trades, uh, Devontae Graham is going to the Pelicans on a four-year, $47 million deal. How do you think he fits in with this young Pelicans core of Ingram and Zion and all these guys? Uh, he's an active player. with a, he's, he's an active player, an offensively aggressive player. Um, I think it's a good pickup. Uh You think he's better than uh, Lonzo? No, he's a different type of player. He's a, he's an instant he's an instant bucket. He's an instant bucket. He's, he's his game is offensively aggressive. He didn't come he didn't come here to play a lot of defense. He didn't come here to do a lot of passing and setting up. He came to score. He came to score, man. So then, I, think he, I, I think he's a good player. So then, wouldn't Lonzo? So wouldn't the Pelicans? Wouldn't it have been a better fit if the Pelicans just kept Lonzo instead of bringing in Graham? Uh, I don't think they want to pay Lonzo that money, and also, also they they they, they didn't have a coach, man. We don't really we really don't know, man. They didn't have a coach, man. What? Who? Who told them to hire Van Gundy? <laughs> what you got against Dan? I don't have nothing against him. <laughs> I don't have nothing against him. He wasn't a fit for that team. He's too old-fashioned, too half-court. No, 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 no. He, I mean, it, 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 it never fits. And he's a yeller and a screamer. Those guys, these young guys don't like that. Yeah, like, who is this dude? <laughs> Last time yeah, he did something, right. he was all in middle school. That wasn't a good fit. That wasn't a good fit at all. As a matter of fact, they're going to lose Zion when the time comes. Oh, so you think Zion is going to bounce? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let him have another season on the bubble. 
or, or, or playing a play-in game or whatever. That's not. That's even going to make it even worse. Who they signed for their coach? Jamal Mosley. Yes. No, he. Huh? I think so. Yeah. I think he was assistant coach at at Orlando. I, I, you know, you got me on that one. I, I, I can't. I won't quote myself on that. Um. But um. As far as the, as far as the signing trade, that was you know. We got a few going around, you know, a few going around, and you know, they, 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 the pay, the pay is phenomenal these days. The pay is phenomenal. Actually, it's not Jamal Mosley. Excuse me, it's Willie Green. Willie Green, Willie Green, Willie Green. Okay, Jamal Mosley went. Where did he go? Orlando. Yeah, he must have gone to Orlando then. Right, right, right. Willie, now Willie Green's a first-year coach. Uh, he's a decent ball player. Um. Apparently, he's a student of the game because he went from being an NBA role player straight into coaching. And within three to five years, he's a head coach already. So he he had to be a very impressive young man. The bounce through that door that easy. You know, not trying to get picky about it, man, but it, it, it's not like, it's not like uh, he's a he's an old-time assistant coach that's been, you know, like been on the bench for 10 years like, like Sam Castell's. No, he just got here, and he's already a he's already a, a head coach. Chauncey Bill just got here; he's already a head coach. I mean, so they see something in these young guys that impresses them, that, that, that push them up, to, that push them to the top that quick without without doing the road work. You know? Yeah. You know, they, they, they 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 came in and got hit with nice contract, a nice job opportunity. So they got to be a very impressive young man. That's all I can say. But you don't think that's gonna play a role in keeping Zion? You think Zion's still gonna bounce? I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what Willie Green's style is, and what and, and what kind of relationship he's gonna develop with that with that young man. You know. But as of now, as of now, I don't see it. Talk to me during midseason, and then we can then we can have a more honest discussion about Willie Green's and his coaching and and um, Zion's. Uh, acceptance of his coaching. Right now, their biggest thing is getting players. And it's great. I mean, if, if you look at the Pelicans, this New Orleans organization, guys that have walked through that door, you know, since 2000, we're talking to guys that they've drafted. Chris Paul, Hall of Famer. Anthony Davis is going to be a Hall of Famer. Zion Williams is spectacular talent. And Anthony Davis and Chris Paul said, see, you wouldn't want to be it. Now it looks like Zion might do the same thing. What does that tell you about the organization? Uh, it's it's um, uh, small, uh, so-called small market team. Um, they switch coaches. They, they switch coaches a lot. Um, I think they might have some of the same ownership as the Saints has. Um, they they switch they switch coaches a lot. Um, not not really a very consistent organization. Um, I'm not crazy about it. So in terms of other signing trades, Demar Derozan, three year, eighty five million dollar contract with the Chicago Bulls. Demar, Zach Levine, Alonzo. Uh, well, you know he he's a he's a he's a he's a, a mid range player, twenty point. 20 point score, you know, um, champion. I don't, I mean, he, I don't, I don't know about his championship potential. He's a, he's a solid ball player. Uh, um, good career, has, has, has a good career. He's a good scorer and a good teammate. Um, I don't know if he's enough to, I don't know if he's enough to make much of a difference in Chicago. Um, but he's, I guess he's an upgrade from what they had before. Um, make them a competitive team and a playoff team. Yeah, this is a team that hasn't been in the playoffs in a minute, actually. A, a competitive team and a playoff team, I say. I don't think the Bulls have been in the playoffs since Derrick Rose was was on the team. So I mean, a, a competitive competitive team and, and a, a, a high playing team. I I think they're on. A, I think they're on an upswing. So what we're going to do is we're going to take another break. And kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk, we're going to talk about some of the extensions that happened around the league. Kind of next after the break on Barbershop Sports Talk. 
We still have Nesta Zach with us. So in terms of extensions, I had a couple of star players get extended. Uh, first, Trey Young. Uh, he's going to get about a contract up to max contract up to $201.5 million. Congratulations to Trey Young. That's some money. The big 2-0 right there. 2-0-0. So what do you think of that? How do you think this contract helps the Hawks in the future? Obviously, as they're building around Trey Young. Well, he's prime time. He's prime time. He's gonna he's gonna fill up the arena. He's gonna sell jerseys. He's gonna sell memorabilia. He's gonna sell uh, 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 NBA uh, merchandise. He's just a he's a he's a walking bank right now. His endorsement deals and everything. He's he's he, hey he earned it. He 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 didn't come he didn't come to the league lollygagging around. He came and grabbed them by the throat. He, he is a hell of a ball player, a great decision maker, and for his size, hey, he's holding up, he's holding it down. He stepped in the game one and gave him a walk before eight, I think, something like that. Yeah, I mean, that was his first time ever being in the playoffs. You you called me one of those games. You said this is an Allen Iverson type performance. An Allen Iverson performance. Now I'm not giving it back. It's easy. It's, now it's, it's easy. It's, it's not easy to throw around names like that. Now, when you talk, when you told, when you throw around names like that, you and you you messing you messing around in a elite category. Yeah. And, and the thing that makes him a little bit different from AI is, I think, I mean, I think he's he's one, he's a better passer than AI was, and, and then two, he's a more efficient actual scorer. But he's not as he's not as athletic as a, as Iverson, he, and he's a better outside shooter than Iverson because that's the game he worked on. Iverson was a was a walking bucket too, but he's Iverson scored way more points in the paint than than, than Trey Young. Trey Young Trey Young has more outside range. Iverson had more quickness, toughness, and and, and and driving ability. But when Trey Young drives to the hoop, you don't know if he's going to throw a lob or he's going to throw or he's going to shoot the floater. He has a, he has a bag of tricks on. To be mentioned in the same in, in the same breath with Iverson by me, an Iverson man, hey, enough said. Like the, like the young boys say now, enough said. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean Iverson's up there, but one of the best small guards to ever play the game, and Trey Young, if you're comparing, ever lived. one of the best ballers that ever lived. Yeah, pound for pound. Kidding franchise on his back at five ten, one hundred and sixty five pounds. Hey, Kobe and Shaq knew what he represented. Ask Phil Jackson who AI was. They'll remind you. <laughs> right, right, right. Hmm. Yes. Now. That, it was a treat to watch him for those 10 or 12 years. Every long he played, it, it, it was a treat. It was must-see TV. How, how do you, Trey Young is moving along in, the, in, that, in, that, in that realm of ball player right now. What do you think is the next step for Trey Young in terms of just him evolving his game, like his evolution as a basketball player? Uh, physical strength. Physical strength. Because everything else is there. Strengthen his body to be able to take these hits. And uh, the rest is there. The rest is there. Decision making, he's starting. He's, he learned with it, with it. With them bringing in a new coach's decision, he, he became an extension of the coach instead of trying to showboat on his own. Um, um, coach McMillan reeled him in, and he bought into the team concept of we, not me. And, 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 and as the playoffs and move forward to the playoffs, you see it worked. Uh Injury shut him down, or, or the season might have turned out different. I'm not, I'm not big on coulda, shoulda, wouldas, but if he didn't get hurt, the season might have turned out different. That is a. Uh, you, do you agree? It, it could have. It could have. He, he, he had Milwaukee on the ropes, man. He had Milwaukee on the ropes, so I'm just saying, look. With that, with you know, everything could have turned out different. But believe me, he's a so believe me. A city like Atlanta, with so much 
so many things to do and so much going on. I don't see why they're not a better attraction for free agents. Is it possible because there's too much going on? <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. But he need, he he needs a sidekick. Hey, I'll tell you this: there's some places that you want to visit, but you don't necessarily want to live. So next up in terms of max extensions, uh, Jimmy Butler, a four-year, $184 million max contract extension with the Miami Heat. This is going to take Jimmy Butler into his mid-30s. Uh, how do you see this contract working out for Jimmy in the Heat? Solid ball player comes to brings his lunch trail to work every day. Uh, good defender. He makes his teammates accountable. Uh his leadership in Miami is, is uh, unquestioned, and uh, Pat Riley Pat Riley believes in him. And now he just he now he just has to stay on the floor and stop and and and, and cut down his injuries, which is hard to do when you play such a physical game. But when they pay you one hundred eighty million, they expect you to show up to work and play. Him and Kyle Lowry, that's a, that that's him, Kyle Lowry, and PJ Tucker is pure toughness. You wouldn't want to go into a dark alley with none of them three guys. That's a defensive front line right there. Oh man, you you talking intense ball players, strong ball players, sacri- guys that sacrifice their game to help the teammates get better. You gonna sh- three hard, hard, hard ass players. You gonna struggle to get to your spots against those guys. You throwing Bam, you throwing Bam, then you throwing uh, Robinson, and now you got a decent starting five. So, in terms of the next, what we have in terms of extensions, Steph Curry uh, gets a four-year, $215 extension. Uh, <laughs> obviously, that's not a shocker to anybody. I've heard some people, I think I heard Rob Parker was saying that the, the, the Warriors, you know, they shouldn't bring back Steph, which I think is crazy. But, you know, Steph is getting older. I think he's approaching that, that mid-30s for sure. I don't think he's quite there yet, but, you know, Clay's going to come back healthy. Draymond's going to come back healthy. In terms of how this contract looks at the end, do you think we'll see the Warriors win at least one more championship? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I I, I, I don't think. I, I don't know. It's how it'll be. First, first of all, we first of all, they even need to know if, if Clay Thompson can even play anymore. I mean. I mean, Durant came back from his injury standing, but I mean, he's coming back from back-to-back knee and knees, um, back-to-back leg problems. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure he can shoot just as good he was as he once did. Can he move like he once did, and can he stay healthy? Key points. Key points. Draymond's going to be Draymond, and, and Steph Curry is in a world of his is in a world by himself. Phenomenal ball player. Phenomenal ball player. Jump shot, take it to the hoop, ball handle, pass it. He got it all, man. He got it all. Have you ever seen a... He's worth every dime of that money. Have you ever seen a player like Steph Curry before? No, not not as far as... Not as far as... Well, his his moving his moving without the ball is fantastic. Uh, puts me in the mind of a Ray Allen how he moves without the ball. His spot up his spot up shooting is unquestioned. Ball him, hey, he's he's a phenomenal player. He's a he's a unique unique player. Uh, he's a winner. He's a winner. Um, he, he after watching him this year, playing with the, all those young guys and carrying the team. I got a new respect for him. You know, I had a hard, I had a hard time being a Steph Curry fan because I, I, I was with the Cavs. I've been with the Cavs when I'm, I'm with the Cavs and with the Heat. I'm a East. I'm, I, you know, I was with the Cavs and the Heat when LeBron was there. So uh, it was it was hard for me to accept Golden State. I didn't, you know, I respect their how they play, but I wasn't a fan of theirs. You know. I respect how they play, but that's not, it's not, I'm not a fan of it, but for as much as pure basketball, I think they play it. In a world, in a world now where it seems that players, you know, they don't finish with their team, do you think that Steph is going to end his career with Golden State? 
clean. After, in four years, it'll be 37. Maybe going on 38. Uh, he might get a swan song contract, but this even this could possibly even be his last contract. Because if he starts getting hurt too much, he's going to give it up. I mean, how many ball players play to 38? That's that's a that's rare, right? And 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 still and still at the top of your game. He's moving into a dangerous area of of uh, giving guys money, but towards the end of that contract, a lot of those guys won't be as effective anymore. But he, I, I see him, I see him being effective. Right? But after after four years after that, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is that a thank you? Is that is that a thank you for what you've done for his contract or? Or did he threaten to leave? That's why they gave him so much. I'm, I'm, we don't, we don't know. So, next up, Shea Gildas Alexander for the Oklahoma City Thunder signs a five-year, hundred and seventy-two million dollar deal. Now, Shea is a guy that doesn't get talked about a lot, but but I don't think people realize because he's in Oklahoma City how really good this dude is. Say they they they're not a they're they're not a uh, TNT they're not on TNT every other day um they they um they they they're on TV more when they had Paul George and Westbrook in there at the same time uh they're not really t uh they're not on there and they're not on the line um they they played oh they played better than what was expected as a team um. They're a long way from being a contender, but I mean. He's basically he's basically the front runner of their team, the best player they got, and um, they had to pay somebody. They didn't want him to leave. They didn't want him to leave. I mean, it's a good contract for a good player on a on a on a on a, on a sucky team. The question is, how long is he going to want to stay there? Because I know he signed it. Part of, part of the reason he signed is because he's trying to get his bread right now. But in a year or two, is he really going to be happy with all the tanking and all the losing? Uh, well, prior to that, he was with the Clippers, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, so he knows he knows what winning is. He knows about winning basketball. I mean, not that they were champions, now, but they did. They did make. They did. Were they were a playoff team? Took the Warriors to six games. Right, right. They were a playoff team, so it's 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 it's, it's more of a you know it, it's, some of these franchises are just there, man. You know. Um, you know, Westbrook stuck it out there for like eleven years, even even when it was terrible. You know, um, I guess they got a good ownership group. I mean, the guys, the guys, uh, the guys uh, played hard for them. You know, they 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 kept Billy Donovan as a they had a decent coach, and then they they moved on from him after last year. I mean, two years ago, but you know, like I said, it's a good contract for a good player on a stinky team. And and quickly, I want to get your thoughts on these two moves. So, Aladipo, Victor Aladipo is going to be re-signing with the Miami Heat. So now you're going to have Aladipo, Butler, Tucker, Lowry. How do you like if Aladipo's in that equation now? Uh, Consistency is his key. You know, uh, he's coming off a couple major injuries, and he took a he, he turned down a lot of money. He made a terrible mistake when he turned down that money. You know. Um, he got to find some type of happiness to, to, to play ball. To play ball, man. To, kick, to make the chemistry work, you know. It's, it's up to the guards to make the team flow, man. It's up to the guards to make the team flow, man. You know. Uh, they say Tyler Hero was a, Tyler Hero uh, had a good rookie season. Then they say he started partying too much and it showed on his game, you know. I got caught with his little playboy him to South Beach or whatever that's whatever he's doing out there, you know. But he's a young man, and he was a young man with money. And, and in Miami Beach, he got caught up, but uh, he got to get back to balling again if he wants his big contract. And uh, like you say, some places are better for some people to visit than live there because he definitely got caught up in the lifestyle. 
I can't quote. I, I, I didn't see it myself. That's just what I heard. Oh no! I know. Hey, everybody's been hearing that. You know, Tyler enjoyed himself a little bit too much. He's, right. he's forgetting he's in Miami to play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, you're only young one time, and you know, if you, I mean, he don't have to change his life. Just make small adjustments. Yeah. And, but if he wants that NBA, NBA big contract. He's not going to work. It's Pat Riley. It's not going to be playing around. Contract time. That is very. Now, true. Now, that is a very good pickup. Miami's a solid team. They, they just don't. They just not very athletic. That is very true. Uh, and Kimball Walker signs with the New York Knicks. I would think so. Yeah, more likely. More likely. Uh, I think um, I think he's I think he's he's a good ball player, a uh, good scoring, entertaining player. You know, I don't know about you know he's he's he won in college, but uh, he hasn't been much of a winner in the pro. He's all he's he's been an all star. Um, Last year wasn't one of his better seasons. His Boston, his Boston experience wasn't that great to me. Oh, I completely no agree with you there. Don't want to get the Boston the stage anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I think New York, New York is a more comfortable fit for him off the court. I think I think that's his home hometown where he grew up at, and that, he grew up in that area. Um. The Knicks, the Knicks were the Knicks were a very improved team. I think they I think they lost Bullock though. I think Bullock left the Knicks. He was, he was a good he was a good outside shooter for them. Uh, I, I think I saw where Reggie Bullock signed with someone else. Um, Knicks Knicks got a good coach, and uh, it's good to see winning basketball coming back to the city. Uh, he. Uh, Kimball can only give us a, he can only be a help to the team. I think that, I think that was, I think that was a good pickup for him. Now it's up to Coach, Coach Tibbs to figure out how to, how to use his players now. Yeah, Reggie Bullock, he's going to Dallas. Right, right, right. So they have to find somebody to play because he, he's a pretty, he's a pretty effective player for them last year. I just couldn't get over that hair, dude. <laughs> it's, it's the style. It's the style these days. That's what my dad says. It's the style these days. I get over here, dude, man. You know. <laughs> but he's uh, I think the Knicks are. I think the Knicks are on the up, on, on the upswing as a as a team. Oh, they got a good coach, and uh, they the players are the players are accepting his roles or what or what uh, or, or, or feeding into what he's what, what he's trying to get them to do, and uh, they. They delivered this year, but Atlanta, Atlanta took them to school in the playoffs. Maybe Kim, maybe Kim Milwaukee had better luck guy than Trey Young than Derrick Rose did because he didn't, he didn't stand a chance. Yeah, oh yeah, D. Rose didn't have a clue. Well, they're, they're not paying D. Rose to, to, to get in the chair. They're they paying D. Rose to, you know, get buckets. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, he was getting actually toasted. <laughs> I'm a Derrick Rose man. Uh, the young man gave it to him, man. The young man gave him the business, man. So, uh, uh, neither one of my great defenders, Walker or, or Rose, um, he gives he, he gives them scoring off the backcourt. He gives them uh, a guy who can run a fast break, uh, make decisions. He's a he, he's a help. If he can be a twenty point scorer for the Knicks, that would be fantastic. You know, you know, and uh, that brings another another twenty point score to the team to go along with Randall. So that that's an upgrade. That's an upgrade. That's an upgrade. Well, Zach, yeah, young guys off the guards off the bench also. Oh, so, well, well, Zach, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you for. Um, Keeping me on, keeping me involved. Um, I I have a I have a, a intense passion for 
for sports and basketball in general and football and all these things and and uh expressing myself about them has has, has become uh has become uh you know very helpful to me. I like I like I like to I like giving my views on sports and I and I and I thank you for uh, respecting my opinion enough to have me on your show so much, man. And uh thank you very much, man. And uh as the season moves on I'll be looking forward to talking football with you. Oh, definitely, for sure. Let's go, Bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks a lot, man. I'll be talk. I'll be in touch. And once again, I want to thank Zach Williford, aka Mister Zach, for coming on the podcast. Always appreciated when uh, he can come on and bestow his knowledge upon us all. And I want to thank all of you for tuning into this episode, the three hundred and fifteenth episode of. Barbershop Sports Talk.